This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host today, Tony Shore. We are very excited to have you join us. In today's show, we are going to be discussing some helpful ways to organize your retirement resources, which is, it's that thing that we all have to do. And I want everyone listening to walk away with some really good tips about how to start getting organized because that's step one for any good retirement plan. But before we jump into that, Tony, how are you doing? Oh, I've been great, Tara. Had a good week this week. It hasn't been, you know, usually it's crazy busy, but it hasn't been too bad this week. Uh, I've had kind of a nice one. Uh, work's going well and just, you know, spending a lot of time with my family as usual. And that's always fun and enjoying the weather, that type of thing. How about you, though? You've been busy and you were in Florida for a while doing shows from down there or over there, I should say, I suppose, or down there. I don't know how you'd say that, but uh, you were in Florida. Is that a good thing? It was awesome, Tony. And that's I love this topic that we're doing today about organization because you know, I live a really busy life. And so I got to go to Florida because, you know, I like my little quote from my clients is I want to help you plan for your dreams. And my dream is getting to Grand Prix with my horses. So I went down to Florida and spent time doing that. And I just sat down, Tony, and looked at my calendar. I am taking a week long trip every single month this year for the rest of the year. Oh, so it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun, but it's going to be busy and it's just going to take a lot of organization and planning. You know, when I sit down with clients, I'm like, okay, let me pull up my calendar and make sure that that's going to be one of my uh, client meeting days because you can get it all done, but you have to be organized. Wow. You really have to be organized. I know you have a lot going on with uh, you still have uh, a military career and you work with your horses and training there. Uh, and you do speaking engagements. And of course, you and Chris are working hard to help your clients with their finances. And I know that you're willing to meet with our listeners out there too. If they have questions about what we talk about or want to sit down and talk to you, uh, you'll sit down and talk with them, at least the initial consultation. There's no cost or obligation. And uh, let's say, you know, we're talking about getting organized today, but let's say our listeners. Uh, have questions or want to talk to you, what's the phone number they call to set that up? Uh, Tony, that's great. So people can call Chris at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. And Tony, Chris and I love to sit down and help people start getting into this conversation because, you know, nothing makes you feel better about your situation than when you get your arms around it and kind of control that chaos a little bit and go, okay, I know what's happening. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Uh, you got to get your got to get your hands around it and figure it out. Uh, like you say, it's going to be a good topic. So to start us off on this one today, uh, tell us why it's so important to have our resources organized. I mean, obviously, we want to do it so we can have the retirement we've worked so hard for our whole lives and that we'll have an income or enough money 
for an income in retirement, right? Is that why we need to organize now? Well, yeah, that's the ideal is that we want to be able to look forward to retirement as something that's going to be fun and enjoyable. We don't want this fear of, am I going to have enough money? How am I going to pay for my health care? How am I going to pay for my house? We don't want retirement to be something that we fear. We want it to be something that we look forward to and, and get involved in. You know, Tony, and just the first step is organizing all the resources. Because what I find with most people that we sit down with, Tony, is people are very good at parts of their financial life. So some people are very good at watching the stock market and picking the mutual funds that they wanna do and they like to go into Morningstar. They're very good at that piece. Or Tony, you know, some people are very safe kinds of people and they, they have lots of planning. You know, they have every insurance imaginable. I think I shared this story with a friend of mine who Tony, his three-year-old son actually started their house on fire accidentally. And oh. he was like, you know what? But he said, it's okay, I have insurance for that. Oh, wow, what a <laughs> so, scary thing though, that's crazy. Uh, but but you can see is that people understand aspects of, of their financial world. And one of the things about organizing that I like to sit down with people, Tony, is very few people have the full picture. You know, some people understand their pension or some people understand their 401k or some people understand you know, well, how to make sure my family is taken care of if something happens to me. But very few people have their arms around all of it because it's just a lot. It's a, a really kind of a big, I'm, I've, the picture I have in my head is this big financial pie, this, you know, this whole circle with all these different pieces of pie that you manage. So organizing is that very first step, you know, and, and it can start with just a very simple process. And for anyone listening, this is what you wanna do is just make a list of everything that you can think of off the top of your head. Write down any mutual funds you have, any IRAs you have, any 401ks you have. Um, make a list of all your debts and then your obligations. Just kind of just make a blank piece of paper, just write down every single thing you can think of. That's the great place to start right there. Well, yeah, and I would imagine you have people that meet with you and ask you for help in planning their retirement. And maybe that's when these uh, this topic comes up in organizing the resources. Well, that has to be step one. And you know, Tony, it's really it's a it's a kind of um, personal environment to get into when you're dealing with financial planning because and it's uncomfortable for a lot of people because you have to sit down with basically a total stranger and kind of show here's my life and you have to show the good and the bad and the ugly. But when you're working with a financial planner, you have to you have to let that financial planner know what your situation is because then that's how you tailor and make sure that you're creating a plan that's specific for you. But it's um, so when we sit down with clients, that's just one of the first things I have to insist that we sit down is first of all, where are we? <laughs> what is right. what is our you know? It's almost like if you're going to play a game of chess or you know or a game of Monopoly. What pieces do we have on the board to play with before we start making a plan? You know, do we own Broadway or do we own Park Place or huh. do we own the railroad? You know, where are we ah, in the world? Monopoly references. I love it. <laughs> Probably everyone's <laughs> like, "What's that game?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we're older than some of the listeners out there. Everybody understands Monopoly. Come on. Right. Right. You know, Tony, and then this is one of those steps also. So it's it's highly personal, but it's also, it's not at the top of your to-do list, you know, unless you're, what is it no. that, uh, the Monica character from Friends. This is something she would love to do is make a list. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, but for most people, that's the last thing that they want to get involved in. So it's easy to come up with, well, I've got 
I, I'll do that tomorrow or I'll work on that later or that's too personal. I'm not going to give you that information. You know, come up with the reason. But at the end of the day, uh, you're only hurting yourself. So it's yeah. really important to try to step one is to figure out what you have to begin with. Now that we've covered the importance of planning out our, our retirement and having our resources organized, uh, then what's the next step? Well, let me just take a quick step there talking about the organizing. And Tony, this is something I love because as a teacher, I like how people learn because some people learn by like they have lo like laundry lists of things written down. And Tony, some people like pictures and graphs and charts. And so one of the thing I find with finances is people can understand it. But if you if you're starting to talk to a person who likes pictures and you start giving them laundry lists of things to do, their eyes start to glaze over or vice versa. So one of the big things <laughs> is <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. We've all been there. <laughs> and one of the really important things about organizing the information is that once you get it, I like to start with the list because that's kind of a doable step. But then one of the things is then we start to put it into different categories. And, and part of it, Tony, is sitting down and, and discussing the information and making sure that once you have it, you kind of understand what you have. Because if you have something organized, it doesn't matter if it, if it doesn't make any sense to you. Like, you know, have you ever been to a, you know, the first time I went to a financial planning myself as a youngster, at 25, I got handed this slick, glossy report and it had lots of important looking information. And I just said, that looks great. I have no idea what that means for me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, I, I, I feel the same way. I've had that happen. Well, and it took me a long time to realize that, that I was like, boy, I got a lot to learn because, you know, this person just did all this for me and, and, but I had no idea what it meant. And so, what I would encourage people is when you organize your plan, that's part of the discussion you have with your planner is to say, okay, I don't get it. How does this help me? How do you know? So you have to, the point of organizing it is to make it something that's digestible and usable. <laughs> that's my point. You don't just right. organize it and then make it, we, we call it in the military when you make a big plan shelfware instead of <laughs> software. Yep. So you make that plan that sits up on the shelf. That's your shelfware plan. Sure. <laughs> so you try to stay away from that. But so now, okay, let, now let's get to your question. So once you are organized and you understand kind of what you have, this is where we start to get to what I call the fun part, because this is where we start to create a strategy for your retirement. And this is where we start to go back to that very first question what does retirement look like for me? And I'm picturing that little cartoon person standing there with the bubble above their head. You know, what is what is in that bubble? Is right now for everyone listening to the show, is, is it blank? <laughs> or do you have a picture of the beach? Or do you have pictures of spending time with grandkids? Or, you know, what is in that bubble? I guess, Tony, for a lot of people, it's probably blank or a little fuzzy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's gonna be the first thing is to go, before we create the strategy for success, what are we trying to, what are we trying to reach? And so once we know what our retirement, what we want it to look like, then we start linking together. So you've got the little cartoon bubble on one side, and then you have your, your organized list of everything that you have over here. And then you're going to draw a line and connect those two things. And in the middle, that's where we create that strategic plan to say, okay, how do I take all of these assets and things that I have and turn that into this vision I have in my cartoon bubble. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's important. So how do we know what strategy is going to be the most beneficial? 
Well, this is, Tony, where, it, for me, the best way is to sit down and talk with people. And one of the things I really like to ask people is, you know, how do you learn or how do you how do you take in information? Are you a person that has like a trusted advisor? You know, do you go to your, do you still call your mom and dad when you need something? Do you have a, a close friend from work or a, a family member? Who's your trusted agent that helps you make decisions? Or Tony, some people like to get on the internet and research everything and spend a lot of time looking up details and facts and, and what, what they can find and do a lot of research. And then Tony, there's some people that just kind of go, eh, that feels good. I'm going to try that. It's a little bit of a gambling nature. Right. So part of, of, of creating this strategy is sitting down with somebody and saying, okay, we know where you are. We know where you want to go. And when we create a strategy, how do you make decisions and what's realistic for you? Because if someone is just a, a gambler and just wants to do things and doesn't really stick to a good diligent plan, we have to have that conversation to say, okay, you know, we'd like to set you up so that you're doing a little bit every month to strategically get to where you want to go. But then the person has to agree to that because it doesn't do any good to create a plan that's not going to fit with your personality at all. Yeah. So that's where we have to do a little bit of the, we talk about it, but it's interesting is money is very little to do with math and a whole lot to do with emotion. Yeah. And yeah. And I was just gonna say, Tony, this is why it's so important that when I sit down and talk with, with couples, you have to have both partners there because have you ever met couples that think exactly alike? <laughs> uh, not exactly, no, never. <laughs> I know Chris and I were like, uh, no, I don't wanna do it that way. <laughs> but we, when you sit down together with a couple, then you can kind of find a way to meet in the middle because it's really kind of surprising when you sit down sometimes and you realize sometimes with couples, one person is, let's go for it and let's let's be in the high risk things and let's just do this. And then the other spouse is like, I think we should stuff all our money under our mattress. <laughs> so so we want to create a strategy that kind of meets somewhere in the middle there. And, and it is going to help us get to retirement with success. I mean, because that's what at the end of the day, we want to figure out what's going to work for you personally. Yeah. Yeah. So but it does this process take time? I mean, how long does it take for somebody to have their money and investments to get them organized? You know, Tony, the, this is my favorite answer. It depends, right? So, sure. <laughs> you know, sometimes, Tony, you have those people that are like, when I have the questionnaire with the information, they're like, I have that on a spreadsheet, and they hit this hit print, and here all the information comes. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, there's uh, like like two of my clients. <laughs> sure, but you know, it really kind of depends on that junk drawer. And I will just say, realistically, this organizational step is the most painful step. Once you're, once you're through this step, everything else becomes much easier because then the, everything else is just kind of education and, and selecting from choices. The first step, and I just, I, I have that picture of someone with their old cardboard box and throwing stuff out of all their drawers into the box to go, okay, here's all my stuff <laughs> and receipts and things hanging out. So uh, the first step, it's going to be the heaviest lift and it's going to depend on how organized someone is. You know, I find, Tony, what a lot of people are now, some kind of mix of a little bit of paper copies, but a lot of things online. And the real hurdle is, yeah, I have that and I can't remember the password to my website. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's uh, a lot of us end up in that situation. 
So that's usually the heaviest lift. So that's why I like to start out and, and, and make it baby steps. So step one, let's just make a list of what you have. And then step two, okay, let's make sure we have current updated, you know, uh, statements for everything that you have. And then step three is then, then we'll take what you have and get it organized. So you kind of break it up into some bite-sized pieces. But, but to answer, the short answer to your question that I've just given a long answer to is <laughs> however organized you are when you start the process, is how long it's going to take. Yeah, exactly. And uh, what could we do? I mean, do you have any comments, uh, additional comments? We might have to take a quick break here. Well, you know, I this is where we really start to get into the details of creating a good financial plan. Because, Tony, a lot of people really say, well, I have my 401k with work, and they kind of think that that's it. They're like, well, that's going to be my retirement. And that is one aspect of your retirement. So if you're listening to the show and you're going, I'm one of those people where I have a 401k, I don't know really know how it's doing, I don't know how it's invested, and I don't know what I'm gonna do with it when I retire. You're the ones that we need to sit down with. So if you're ready to create that first financial plan and figure out how much is gonna be enough, and if you're on track, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. The number is 719-210-4242. Because Tony, I just taking this organization and, and creating that plan for success, I mean, that's what I love to do because that's when people go, ah, I feel good. <laughs> well, that's good. Now, if our listeners wanna get a hold of you, what's that phone number again? Sure, Tony, it's 719-210-4242. And Chris will get them set up with an appointment. All right. Well, thanks, Tara. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Tara Nolan and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, after this. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at TaraEnolan.com or call us today at 719-210-4242. And welcome back to our last segment for today's show on Financially Tuned of Helpful Ways to Organize Your Retirement Resources. So let me just do a quick recap for those of you who are just tuning in and for those of you who are listening that may have missed it. Step one, write this down. Step one is you're going to organize your resources. In the very beginning, you're just going to take a blank piece of paper out and write down everything that you have off the top of your head. IRAs, 401ks, insurance policies, real estate, whatever you have and make a big list. Step two, you're gonna then bump that up against what your spouse thinks, so that way you catch anything that you might have missed. And then step three, when you start pulling out these statements to go with all of those documents, that's gonna be the catch-all where you go, oh, I forgot about that IRA back from my first job 10 years ago. (laughs) So those are gonna be the three steps to organizing your resources. The next step is once you kind of have your hands around where you are, then we start looking at the financial strategy and that's gonna be based on, you know, what's retirement look like? This is the fun part. You sit back in your little cartoon image and go, ah, when I retire, it's gonna be sitting on the beach with an umbrella drink. Yeah, that's my, you know my line. That's what, exactly. I, that's what I wanna do. 
And then, Tony, I think the third thing that we've talked about today that's so important is this idea of hope so money and your no so money, or for the more technical, your your safe money and your money that's at risk, or that separation. And how do you manage that? Because a lot of times, Tony, people just have it kind of all together. Right. Well, help us out. What is What do you mean by hope so money and no so money? Explain that a little more. Yeah. So hope so money, and sometimes I call it red money, Tony, is any kind of investment that there's risk associated. And so simple examples are anything in the stock market, right? And the stock market, the only thing I can guarantee about the stock market is it's gonna go up and it's gonna go down. And I, I don't, don't confuse this with conservative, moderate, and aggressive, because you can be conservatively invested in the market, but there's still risk. You can still, lose money in a conservative investment. So your hope so money is just anything that you have in the market. Another example, Tony, would be real estate because you, with real estate, you do your best due diligence and you do your planning. But at the end of the day, if you have a piece of property, it's not worth anything till you sell it. Right. And so, so this is all, and I, I don't, I'm not placing a judgment. There's not, it's not good or bad. I'm just saying hope so money is any kind of money out there that has risk attached to it where there's the potential that it could you could lose. So yeah. that's hope so money. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. So what about no so money? So no so money is what I like to call green money or safe money. So no so money as expected generally comes with um, lower interest rates of return because it's very low risk. So uh, one of the most common forms of no so money that most of us are working towards is social security because when you retire, it doesn't matter if you're a smoker or a type two diabetic, you're going to be able to get that money if you paid into the social security system. So that's going to be a monthly check that you're going to be able to count on. Another place that you can put no so money, Tony, is, you know, in a bank with FDIC security, or you can have annuities because they're backed by insurance companies. So you may not make a lot of money, but you're guaranteed not to lose any money. Uh, the other place is you could bury it in your backyard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or put it under the mattress. Just just don't give away your treasure map. Right. But you're <laughs> going to you're going to lose money every day with inflation. I mean, the value of your money is going to go down over time. So you're losing money even even when you're putting it under a mattress, aren't you? Uh, you are, but then the the question is uh, you might be losing inflation, but you don't want to lose, you know, the market drops 20% right or exactly. 50%. Yeah. So it, it's all degrees of balance and that's when when we're talking about a balanced portfolio to me that's what we're really talking about is balancing levels of risk across the board. Yeah. And it's it's obviously important to understand then the difference between hope so and no so money to properly allocate your assets, right? Hey, absolutely, because you have to have a mix, right Tony? So I can tell you for myself, I have a lot of investments cuz I'm still young. Um, I have a lot of investments in real estate and in the market, and that's all hope so money because at the end of the day, if the market drops or I have to hang on to a piece of property forever, it's not going to affect my life today because I'm still working. So I still have another source of income coming in. But Tony, I can tell you, I also have a balance of, I have insurance policies that are growing cash value that I know are never going to lose value because I want that balance. And so... Uh, you know, but for me, I, because I'm younger, I have a lot more money in my uh, hope so accounts, but I have that balance. And here's the thing is you've got to understand, because what I have, Tony, is I have a lot of people that come to me 
after they've retired and they've got their 401k and it's they don't know what it's been sitting in. They're like, well, it's I, it's conservative. And yeah. so but I'm like, OK, so it's all hope so money. It's all at risk. Do you want to keep it that way or do you want to create some balance? Because especially, Tony, when you get to people who are closer to retirement and here they have enough. So I'm like, you could just stuff all of your money under your mattress and you would be OK. So why don't we create a balance so that you have some of your money is safe and some of your money, you can still let it be in the hope so category because hope so money can also grow. So it's all about the balance. But here's the thing is what's really important is that you understand where your money is so that when you look at all of your accounts from your organization that we did at the beginning, you can look at your 401k and say, okay, that's all hope so money. Uh, My insurance policy I have here, that's no so money. My, My house is paid off. So that's that's kind of almost in the no-so category because it's paid off. But that rental property I have there, that's hope so money. So what I my goal is that whoever I'm sitting down with and working with Tony, that they go, I know where all my money is and I know that I'm, you know, a 50-50 risk or a 70-30 risk. So that you just know because that's half the battle. Step one of a good financial plan is that to be in control of your money, you know where you're sitting. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like a smart idea to make sure that your assets are properly allocated and balanced. So now, after we get that done, after we organize the resources then into hope so and no so money, uh, it's obviously important that we have a well thought out financial plan for retirement, an overall plan, right? Absolutely. So then, so we started out with the organization and then we looked at our strategic plan to go, what are we trying to save? What's retirement going to look for? And then we looked at the balance of how much do we want risk? How much do we want safe? How much hope so? How much no so? Then the last step, the bottom step is, well, let's look at our tools. And then the analogy I love for this, Tony, is just your toolbox. Yeah. So now I say, okay, well, I want 60% of my money to be safe. What are my tools? And then that's where we do the education. I have a whole hour I sit down with people and go through it and we talk about what are the safe money options? There's under your mattress, there's CDs, there's fixed annuities, there's uh, life insurance, there's um, in the backyard, buried in coffee cans. So we go through all the education on that side and say, okay, well, you want 60% of your money to be safe. Which tool appeals to you now that we've talked about the different options and you understand you know, which one has flexibility, which one is a time investment and all of those kind of things. And then we look at the at the other side and say, okay, so now you want 40% of your money in the market. Let's talk about strategies and active money management and, or do you want to do it yourself? Or, you know, and we look at all those things. We do those educational pieces. So the very last step of a well thought out financial plan is which tools am I going to pick to support my strategic plan for that vision of an awesome retirement? Wow. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show, but some great advice, good information. Uh, Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you one more time? Sure, Tony. I mean, this can be very simple and very complicated. And I encourage people to try to get some help if they're ready to be open-minded and have someone walk them through this process. So Chris and I love to do that with people who are open-minded and ready to figure out how much is enough and what's my number and am I paying the right amount in taxes and all that good stuff. So the number, Tony, is 719-210-4242. We set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today because it's so important, Tony, to take action now. Getting started is the most important thing. Right. 
Yeah, and that is important. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 